Welcome, and thanks for tuning in to our podcast. My name is Daniel. My wife, Megan, and I are the location pastors here at Destiny Church, Nuremberg Region. We know that today's message will bless and encourage you because the Bible tells us that the Word of God is alive and active. If you want to connect in with us, be sure to subscribe to this podcast, follow us on social media, or visit our website at destinychurch.de. Let's get into the Word. Well, listen, a couple things today. God is, uh, God is really stirring us as a team. We, if you don't know, Destiny Church is um, in many locations uh, across Europe. And we have locations in Rosenheim, Munich, Ansbach, uh, Furt here as well, um, and, and Prague. And God has really been stirring us as a leadership team um, and has really given us some vision for the year moving ahead. And so we're starting a series today that is going to be uh, really a, a, a vision series. It's really kind of the heartbeat of what we felt to do in this next coming year, what the, the heartbeat of what we felt to focus on in the next coming year. And that series is titled, Do Good. Do Good. Somebody say, Do Good. And as we were praying uh, f- as a leadership team, we felt a couple things. Let me just highlight these things to you. The word is going to be a bit of a, a vision word today. Um, in line with the special offering that we're going to be taking. Um, now, we don't often do special offerings, but when we do, we, feel, we felt led by God to do this to really take an area of ministry to the next level, and that area of ministry is social action. Um, because we really felt that social action in our community is going to be what our community needs. And when I say social action, I'm talking about uh, prison ministry, amen. I'm talking about serving refugees. I'm talking about serving people in the red light district. I'm talking about feeding the hungry. I'm talking about being involved in our community because if we pack our bags. If nobody shows up tomorrow, we stop meeting on Sunday mornings and you don't have any more small groups anymore and the community didn't know we left, then we've done a bad job. We should be so involved in our community that the community, the government, the people in our community knows, hey, Destiny Church is here, not for our name, but for the name of Jesus, for his glory, to say, hey, this is Christianity. We don't, we don't need to delegate what the Bible tells us to do just to delegate it to the government, just to delegate it, oh, somebody else will take care of them. That's what the church of Jesus Christ is called to do. And so let me give you four things that we felt um, moving into this next year. Number one, and we'll talk a little bit about it today, is to really spread out. Say spread out. To go on the offensive, to not be just on defense, but to go on the offensive and to not wait around for opportunities to come, but to go knock on doors and to get involved and spread out among, listen, it's not about these four walls and the construction in the back and your YouTube screen right now. It is about being involved in the community, to spread out. We also felt to do this in a way uh, th- these are all words that uh, our leadership team brought, by the way. Shoulder to shoulder. Say shoulder to shoulder. Because you can't do this alone. The church was designed to do it together, to be in alignment together. One vision, one team, one dream, focusing on what God has called us to do, the remnant that God has called us to do, and doing it shoulder to shoulder. How, m- how many of you know you can push more weight 
You can lift more weight when you have help. Amen? Shoulder to shoulder, to be unified as we spread out. And as we spread out and we're shoulder to shoulder, we're going to be, number three, beacons of hope. Beacons of hope. You're going to be a beacon of hope, a light in your workplace. We're going to be beacons of hope in our communities where we find ourselves. We're going to be beacon of hope in other cities that haven't even opened up yet. Can I just talk about vision today? We're going to be in uh, beacons of hope in other cities and other places across Europe that haven't even opened up yet. God has maybe placed dreams in your heart. We're going to be beacons of hope. And, and lastly, in doing this, we're going to let down our, net, our nets. The Bible tells us to be fishers of men, to spread out, let down our nets. A net could be a, a, a ministry in this area. We've got a wonderful, a wonderful brother here today, which I'll probably, uh, will probably highlight some of the areas, but they're doing something in Nuremberg called Sud Cafe. They're reaching people there, having coffee and having bread for people as they come and then preach the gospel. I was there, and he was preaching the gospel, and people were coming to know Jesus. And prison ministry as well. Thank you so much, Fadi, for all that you're doing in, um, in those areas. And these are, these are nets. These are nets that we're meant to let down, that we're meant to drop. Amen? And so in doing all this, we're going to do good. Do good. You might think, oh, I'm a, I'm a good person. I like to do good. I, 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 it feels good when I do good. And this is actually a biblical principle. Let me read to you Acts chapter 10, verse 38. It says this. You know of Jesus of Nazareth, how God anointed him with the Holy Spirit and with power, and how he went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed by the devil. For God was with him. Jesus himself went around doing good. I want to I talk to you of this subject today. Let's go. Let's go. Can you say it? Say, let's go. I didn't title this, let's do it, for all the Adidas people in the room. Let's go. Let's go. Doing good, good starts with go. You got to, you have to go. You have to get out of where you're at to do anything good. To do good. He went around, Jesus did, doing good. First thing you need to know is doing good is the way of Jesus. Jesus went around doing good. Being a Christian, when you call yourself a Christian, you're saying, I'm becoming Christ-like. So if I'm calling myself a Christian, will I be perfect? No. All the spouses in the room said amen and nudged your spouse. I will never be perfect. But I'm striving to be like the one who is perfect. I'm striving in every area of my life to be Christ-like. And if Christ went around doing good, then I should go around doing good. I should go around doing good in my office. I should go around doing good in my neighborhood. I should go around doing good. Amen? Even if it's as simple as shoveling snow off of your neighbor's driveway, I should be like Jesus, doing good. Jesus did good. Doing good is also a direct result of the Holy Spirit's work in your life. It says that Jesus was anointed with the Holy Spirit and with power, and he went around doing good. When you have been filled with the Spirit of God, there becomes an urge and a desire in you to do the things of God. It is a direct result 
doing good, of being filled with God's Spirit. There's this nudge on you. For example, I remember one day um, I, I worked a job where you had a time clock and you had to clock in and out for lunch and everything. If you were just one minute late, you didn't have perfect attendance. And if you had perfect attendance, then you got extra money. So I wanted perfect attendance. Amen. And I remember one day I was on my way back driving from work, uh, from, from lunch, 30-minute lunch break, driving back, speeding. And I saw a lady with a flat tire on the side of the road. And the first thought was, oh, she needs help. Maybe I should help her. The second thought is, I don't have time for that. And so I, I kept going. I went into the turning lane. I pulled into our office building, and there was this just tug and pull on my heart. To the point where I'm like, if I fight this, I'm going to burst out in tears. I'm like, I got to go. I got to go. I turned around and I helped her. And she said, thank God you came to help me because I was praying that God would send somebody. I'm sitting here. I live, I live an hour away. Nobody's here to help me. I was praying God would send somebody to me. When the Holy Spirit lives in you, he's going to tug your heart to do good. Doing good requires action. Say, let's go. He, he healed people and he freed people who were oppressed by the Spirit. Our, our goal is not to escape from heaven, but rather to bring heaven to earth. We're not here, we're not Christians just to be like, oh, now I can just live this very spiritual life and ignore everything that's going on around me. No, I'm meant to bring heaven to earth by doing good around me. James chapter 2 says, what good is it, dear brothers and sisters, if you say you have faith, but don't show it by your actions? You could talk about your faith all day long. You could put it on your WhatsApp status. You could put it on your Facebook. You could post these spiritual verses, and you could say, man, I have faith. I'm believing. You could pray all day, but what good is it if you don't show it by your actions? If you don't show it by your actions, can that kind of faith save anyone suppose you see a brother or sister who has no food or clothing and you say goodbye and have a good day stay warm and eat well but then you don't give that person any food or clothing what good does that do so you see faith by itself isn't enough unless it produces good deeds it is deeds and it, it is dead and useless faith comes with action Doing good requires action. Jesus himself said it this way in Matthew 25. For I was hungry, and you gave me something to eat. I was thirsty, and you gave me something to drink. I was a stranger, and you invited me in. Naked, and you clothed me. I was sick, and you visited me. I was in prison, and you came to me. Then the righteous will answer him, Lord, when did we see you hungry and feed you or thirsty and give you something to drink? And when did we see you a stranger and invite you in or naked and clothe you? When did we see you sick or in prison and come to you? The king will answer and say to them, truly, I say to you, to the extent that you did it to one of these brothers of mine, even to the least of them, you did it for me. You did it for me. When we do good, we're doing it for him here's here's a couple things to highlight out of this verse doing good is practical is jesus jesus is talking about meeting real needs real needs 
When I was hungry, you fed me. When I was naked, you clothed me. It's practical. When I was in prison, you visited me. It didn't say when I was in prison, you prayed for me. Not that you shouldn't pray for people, but you visited me. Faith requires action. Real needs. So I want to be a church that is not just sitting here praying for the needs, but is meeting the needs in our community. Amen? Because guess what? People who don't know Jesus will look at a church, and if all they do is have a Sunday morning huddle, clap their hands, and then leave, and then do no good in the community, nobody wants to be a part of that. But when they see, man, these guys are doing, they're practicing what they preach, they're in their community, they're serving, I want to be a part of that. I want to be a part of that. We can go out, we can feed the hungry, clothe those who don't have any, for who can't afford it. We could be company for the lonely people. Somebody once said, people may not remember all that you said, but they will remember what you did for them. They'll remember that you were there. Real needs. It was also unconditional. Jesus didn't say, um, we, we, we visited the perfect people in prison, or we, uh, we, we met the people's needs who were still good stewards of their finances, and, they're, and they're, they're, they're broke because of their circumstances, and they can't afford food because of their circumstances. No, it was unconditional. This person squandered their wealth, and maybe they're living in poverty, but we're still meeting their needs. We're not asking about conditions. Oh, did you do this or did you do that? We're going to serve this person and not this person because of the lifestyle that you lived. We're, it was unconditional. Unconditional. And it was personal to Jesus. This is personal to him. Whatever you did for the least of these, you did it for me. And if it's personal to Jesus, we ought to make it personal to us. So three things, and then we're going to close, and we're going to take a moment to highlight the special offering and give you an opportunity to give today, to pray in your heart what it is that God may be stirring you to sow into this. Let's go. Let's go means Let's leave. If you're going to leave, go somewhere, you have to leave somewhere. If you're going to go somewhere, you might have to leave your comfort zone. You might have to leave your agenda. You might have to leave your plans. You might have to leave your place. If you're going to go, talk to Abraham. Who, when, when God told Abraham, says, I want you to leave this place, and I want you to go to the land that I'm showing you. Where are you taking me? I don't know, to the land I'm, I'm going to show you. Abraham had no idea where he was going, but he knew he had to leave to go. You have to leave your comfort zone. You have to leave that place of preference. Some of us are going to have to leave our place of preference. Our priorities, we've got to leave in order to go. And so we ought to be people who also let, we're going we're gonna to go and believe God. Let's go and believe God. Because I don't want to be I don't want to be a church just meeting needs. I want to be a church meeting needs and believing God for big things. I want to be a church that believes God for the impossible because if I'm just believing God for the possible, then I can accomplish that. I can accomplish that. I want to believe God in faith for big things. I do not want to insult God by my faith. We ought to be people who believe God for such big things that they're doomed to fail unless God intervenes. Amen?
Let's go and believe God. We're going to be people who take ground. We're going on the offensive. Let's believe God for big things. See, Moses and the Israelites were leaving somewhere, Egypt, and wandering around in the, in, in the wilderness. But a time came when God would raise up Joshua and they would have to go onto the offensive. They would have to go into the promised land and conquer. It's time for us to go on the offensive in the supernatural and in the practical and serve our community. Amen? And then lastly, let's go love our city. Let's go love our city. Let's go show our city love. The Bible says God is love. Christine, can you come and, uh, and play keys? We're going to close just for a minute in just a moment. Isaiah 54, 3 says, For you will spread out to the right and to the left, and your descendants will possess nations and re resettle the desolate cities. We need, we need to be people who love our cities. Listen, there are desolate cities. I'm not talking about necessarily in the physical. There are that. There's very, but there are people. Can I just be, can I just be real today? There's people dying spiritually and going to hell. Desolate cities. I don't want to sit back and clap my hands on a Sunday morning and watch people go to hell. I don't want to sit back on a Sunday morning and watch people dying spiritually, sitting in their discontentment, sitting in a life trying to fulfill it, and trying to spend their whole life filling their life to fill something. I don't want to watch people go down that path. I don't want to watch people go to hell while we sit here preach to the choir I want to be I want to be a person I want to be a person and I want to be a church that is reaching people and listen this, this, this community here is such a fantastic community with people from all over the world isn't that so cool I've, I've so enjoyed learning about different cultures because I think this is a picture of the bride of Christ. This is a picture of the church. People from all around the world coming together. But not just to come together. To see God's glory in the earth. One way to do that is by doing good. That it's so easy to, to come in here and find my community of English speakers. And it's so, such a powerful thing. But I don't want to just be that. I want to be the bride of Christ. The church that he calls to go into the world doing good. Preaching the gospel. Preaching the gospel. Listen, you don't have to stand on a soapbox in the street to preach the gospel. You can go take food to your neighbor's house. You can set up on a weekly basis and give people coffee. We could go, we could go pack bags, love on people. Listen, I'm not saying we're doing all, I'm just casting vision. We could buy a house and let it be a place with, for women who are coming out of the red light district and have no other way. Say, I got a place for you to stay and a recovery for you. 
We can have a center where outreach takes place. And it's not just a building. It's not just a place. We need a, we need a building, you know? Just be honest. We need a place. You go see kids' church. It's packed out. We need a, we need a place. But I don't want to just have a building that's for our Sunday morning meeting. I want an outreach center that we happen to meet in on Sundays. Are you with me? We're going to go love our city. We're going to see people come to know Jesus through doing good deeds. Everybody knows how to do something good for somebody else. That's how you, you can preach the gospel that way. You can preach the gospel that way. Can you stand to your feet with me? So th- this, this month, we've been talking about it, and for all of those, maybe this is your, your first time. You're just, maybe you're just passing through. Maybe you're just watching for the first time online just to give you an idea of what we're doing. We're taking this month, taking the time, even for those of you, you've been already praying into this. Maybe you've got a, a, something that you want to give already. Megan and I have been talking. We already have exactly what we, we know what we want to give into this. We've been praying about it. And we're taking this offering for Love Our City because we've stepped out in faith. We've hired staff already, a woman named Danny who will be here next week. Don't miss next week. We're going to have less seats, but we should have more people. <laughs> we'll figure a way. But she's going to be here. We're, we're going to have a little interview. She's going to talk about some of her ideas, give you an opportunity to, to give her ideas, to meet her in the lobby as well. We've hired her on staff to take Love Our City outreach projects around all of German locations and to help develop them and help us establish exactly what we're talking about in our community. So maybe God's given you ideas. Maybe God's given you connections. And maybe you've been praying and you're meant to help resource this thing financially as well. That's what we're doing. We're taking this special offering because we're going to need things like salaries to hire. Again, we stepped out in faith and hired Danny Minna. We're going to need space. Uh, Danny as well. I'll show you a picture next week because I don't have it. But just in the, in the month that she was hired, she went around to different uh, shoe companies in the uh, local shoe stores and Um, One shoe store donated 200 shoes for Operation Christmas Child. 200 pairs of shoes for Operation Christmas Child. Amazing. Come on. Come on, Adidas and Puma. Challenged. (laughs) Um, And so we're going to need storage space. We're going to need buildings. God is going to do something. Whatever it is we get involved, it needs to be resourced. And so we're taking this season, this month, to give into this special offering. How many of you know it takes more firepower to go on the offensive? It takes more finances and more resources to go on the offensive and to see God's kingdom come. So what I want to do just now is um, we're going to have stewards. Wave your hands, stewards, in the air like you just do care. And uh, they have, they have uh, giving envelopes. Can I see one of these? Thank you, Katie. Um, they have these giving envelopes here if if you if you're giving cash to this special offering write it on here put it in here and then on the back um, sorry no on the front what I want you to write is um, just above the amount just put love our city offering love our city offering so we know that this is what that's for not to get it confused with other ties and offerings coming in if you're giving cash otherwise You can scan the QR code. You can give um, via 
Eban, Iban number, the bank transfer, or we have a PayPal. All that information is there as well. Next week, we're going to have cards with this information on it in both German and English. We'll have that available next week. But maybe take a picture of that as you're praying over it. Um, and so if you need one of these today, as I pray and as we just close out, you can just flag one of the stewards. Danny's over there with some. Tarek's got some as well. Flag them down and grab one. We'll have some available. And then on your way out, drop it in one of these offering buckets. Amen? Come on, let's believe God to use us as a church. Not for the name of destiny, but for the name of King Jesus. Father, today, I just thank you as we give today, as we stretch our own personal faith to give and to sow in. God, I've seen financial miracles happen so many times. And God, I just believe that when we stretch our faith today to see your kingdom come and your will be done on earth as it is in heaven, in this city, in the cities that we serve, and the cities we don't even know about yet. God, I pray that you, you bless it and expand it and multiply it. God, I thank you for those who've already given. There's already finances been coming in for this. Thank you for those that have been giving and those who are giving into this. Bless them, God. Let them be a resource for your kingdom. God, as for me and my house, the money that comes into my house is a resource for the kingdom. And so my prayer is, and if anybody joins me in this prayer to say, God, how, what, do you want, what do you want me to do with it? It's yours anyways. What do you want me to do with the finances that you've given me to steward? Let me be a channel to see your kingdom come. Let me be a conduit to see your kingdom come. Thank you for that, Jesus. In Jesus' name, amen and amen.